0: Happy Groundhog Day to everybody in Western Pennsylvania and beyond. This is the February 2nd edition of the Daily Wager podcast. Sit back and relax. Big NBA card, big college basketball card coming your way and we've got you covered. Here we go. All right, boys and girls, welcome to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings. America's top rated daily fantasy app alongside Aaron Dolan. I'm Joe Fortenball and we begin in the NBA ED and we begin with our our beloved Philadelphia 76ers. They're laying 10 and a half tonight totals 213 against the Wizards. I know that you've been attacking one specific prop in Sixers games for a while. I'm wondering if you're going back there again tonight.
1: Yes, I am. I mean, I think this is kind of a big number to lay on a Philly team in terms of the spread, especially with a team that's not as successful at home as they are on the road. But I'm looking at Joel Embiid over 32 and a half points. So taking a player prop here, Embiid sat last game against Memphis. He's well-rested. He's playing at home against this Wizards team that is without Bradley Beal. Washington's 23rd in defensive rating. And in the last two games, they've allowed Giannis, for example, to score 32 points. John Moran to score 34. So they haven't really had an answer for some of these you know, star players. And I just think considering Embiid's well-rested, he's going to hit over this number. He's hit over this number in four of the last five games. I mean, this man is hitting his player prop left and right this season. It's insane.
0: He is. And you've been riding this quite a bit to a lot of success. So not surprised you're going back there tonight. I think you made an interesting point too. uh, As a huge favorite, maybe you get a little concerned if they blow him out tonight, then Embiid doesn't play a lot of minutes. Exactly. Which translates directly into what I'm betting tonight which is the Wizards plus 10 and a half. So if I'm right, you should have him beat out there for enough minutes to cash this prop. I think this is just too big of a number, especially when you consider the situation. Uh, Everybody in the public's going to be all over Philadelphia. They've been fantastic as of late. They had that huge win in overtime over Memphis on Monday night. So this could be a total letdown. You're playing one of the hottest teams in basketball. You beat them late, big celebration. Now here come the lousy Wizards, who, oh, by the way, have lost six straight, Three of those losses are by double digits. It's the second half of a back to back for them. They lost last night as well. So I think a lot of people are going to be lining up to bet the Sixers. That's what's going to pull me to the Wizards. Sixers have won five straight. I love the fact that the total's dropping here. It was 216 and a half early. It's down to 213 and a half. Both teams are 20th or slower in pace. So what I'm thinking is that maybe you get a little bit of a a flat spot early for the Sixers. Both teams playing slow. Huge number for the Wizards who are on this losing streak. Maybe they try to go after Philly tonight. I think they sneak inside the number. I'll play the Wizards plus 10.5. Game number two, the Memphis Grizzlies are laying 3.5, total of 217 in New York to take on the Knicks. How are you going after this one?
1: I'm looking at the Grizzlies' first half spread, minus two. Now Memphis is, you know, amazing in the league in terms of against the spread. They're hitting 64 percent of their games, which is insane. But they're also good at covering that first half spread. They're second in NBA against the spread in that first half, 32 and 20 record there. Now the Knicks have been struggling; lost six of the last eight. Grizzlies are in a kind of a get right spot, as you just mentioned. They had that overtime loss in Philly, and Desmond Bain and John Morant combined for 71 points in that game. But Memphis did shoot six of 30 from beyond the arc. So I don't think they're going to have that bad of a shooting performance once again, even though they did put up those big numbers. But despite that performance, the Grizzlies are fifth in the NBA in scoring in the last 15 games. In that same amount of time, those 15 games, the Knicks are 29th in scoring and twenty sixth in offensive rating. So I do think that the Grizzlies will come out hot and cover that first half spread tonight.
0: Yeah, this one feels a little too obvious, but I agree with your bet. And I'm going to lay the three and a half with the Grizzlies for the game. I-, I love the fact that they lost to the Sixers the other night. You just mentioned it. They go out, they play this tight game, they lose. I think you get a focused effort. For the same reason I'm betting against Philly is the reason I'm betting against Memphis. What happened in the last game? 11 and six this season against the spread when coming off a loss. So they have proven to be resilient. They're also 14 and four against the number over their last 18 road games. Very good away from home this season. The Knicks have dropped six of eight. Those six losses are coming by an average of nine points per game. I've seen the total jump from 217 to 219 and a half. I think that's a good sign for the Grizzlies, who want to play a little bit faster than the Knicks and who have a much better offense. When it comes to the Knicks, I don't know. I mean, I they've... They, They were supposed to be much better this season Mm -hmm. in terms of how they've produced. But I think a lot of us before the year started were pointing to a regression. Julius Randle off a career year. Are you going to duplicate that? Is the team going to play that hard of defense every single night under Thibodeau? We know that these Thibodeau teams start to fall apart the longer he's the head coach because he runs these guys into the ground. So I think the Knicks are having that regression. I'll play the Grizz minus three and a half. Let's head south. The Celtics are laying 6 total of 224 as they play the Hornets. I should actually say north because that's where Boston is in relation to New York, idiot, in terms of my geography, but we're not getting paid <laughs> to play uh, where in the world is Carmen San Diego, so we can forget about that. What are you doing here? You like the dog? You like the favorite or are you going prop?
1: Yeah, don't worry about that, Joe. I actually <laughs> dropped history and geography all that my senior year and was like, nope, that's a wrap for me there. Uh, I'm looking at a player prop Biles Bridges over 28 and a half points and rebounds. We have no Gordon Hayward in this matchup. Uh, you have Bridges who's averaging 23 points, eight rebounds in the last 10 games. And he actually hit over this number in both games against the Celtics this season. He's had a double-double in the first meeting, actually, between these two, so which was quite interesting. I understand the Celtics just in general, good defensive team, but considering the total is sitting at two twenty four. 224 right now. I do think we're going to expect some points in this game. I know it's not a 230 or higher than that, but still sitting at 224. I think we'll see some points, and I think Bridges will have a pretty good game considering Hayward will be out. I'm not saying they're going to win this game over the Celtics, but the last team I want to ever bet on is the Celtics, and the second team behind that is the Bucs. so I stay away from those two.
0: Celtics, I'm right there with you. Celtics have killed me this year when I backed them. They find ways to just go Every ice time. cold over the final yep. eight minutes of the game. Because everyone stands around watching Jason Tatum. Well it's great. Tatum's a beast, but eventually <laughs> the defense is gonna pick up on that little offensive strategy. I got a prop in that game as well. Celtics Robert Williams, the big man, going over 10 and a half rebounds. A little bit of juicy, little juicy at minus 130. He's averaging nine and a half rebounds per game this season, but there are two things to look at here. Charlotte is one of the worst rebounding teams in the NBA. They're 29th in rebounding. They're 23rd in defensive rebounding. But as Aaron was just alluding to, they play at a fast pace, and there's a high total here sitting around 224. So the more shots and possessions we get, the more opportunities there are for missed shots and rebounds. That's one of the reasons I like Robert Williams. Uh, the Celtics have played the Hornets twice this year. Williams only played in one of those games. He was out for the other one. The one he played, 16 rebounds. So I'm hoping he duplicates that again tonight. I'll go over 10 and a half forwards. Robert Williams against the Hornets. Let's go to the college hardwood. Villanova laying four and a half. Total of 132 and a half. They are at Marquette. Any thoughts on this one?
1: Yes, I'm going to take Nova team total under 69 and a half points. Now, I know they're averaging 75 points per game, but the last time these two teams met, they actually lost 57 to 54 with the Golden Eagles outscoring them 7 to 0 in the final two minutes. Now, Nova did not shoot good in this game, six to twenty-four from beyond the arc, 38% from field goal range. So I just don't expect them to shoot as poorly as they did. But again, you have a Nova squad that ranks number one in offensive rating, but last in the big east in terms of pace. So I do think this could technically be a more methodical, slower pace game for the Wildcats who are looking for revenge on the road, which is why I'm taking under 69 and a half points.
0: All right. I've got two college plays for tonight. Number one, Notre Dame plus four and a half at Miami. The Irish are off a loss to Duke. So I think you get a really nice bounce back effort here. Uh, You're catching four and a half points with a good Notre Dame defense that plays at a very slow pace. In addition, Notre Dame, one of the best three-point shooting teams in the country, hitting about 37% from deep on the season. Miami is awful defending the three-point shot. They're allowing their opponents to knock down 36%, which ranks 301st in the NCAA. So the strength of the Notre Dame offense against the weakness of the Miami defense. Keep in mind the Hurricanes, not only lousy defending the three, they're a lousy rebounding team and they're just five and six against the spread at home this season. So I'll take Notre Dame plus four and a half, get a little bit on the money line there as well. I'd also, and I know a lot of people are gonna hold their nose on this one, Vanderbilt plus 15 and a half at Kentucky. All right, look at the spot for Kentucky. Huge win over Kansas on the road this past weekend, and Alabama is on deck, wedged in between his little old Vanderbilt that nobody cares about. Vanderbilt plays at a very slow tempo. They have a very good defense. You take those into account, plus 15 and a half points against a team that might not have its best effort tonight. I'm going to go ahead and side with the dog. And that is it for today. 10 minutes of the bets we promised as delivered each and every day. She's Aaron Dolan. I'm Joe Formball. Thank you for tuning in. Daily wager today, ESPN 2, 6 p.m. Eastern. We'll see you there.